0: Welcome to the Brannigan Communications Podcast. We are here on a gray Wednesday afternoon with two of the foremost grammatical experts within these four walls. Um, I'm joined by Janet Rush and Rebecca (laughs) Kanya. Hello. I'm your host Griffin for today. So today, why are we here? We're talking about AP Style. Earlier this year, as they do, I guess, probably... Every year. Every year. yep. They, the AP Stylebook announced their new updates, revisions. This year there was over 200 new or modified entries in the AP Stylebook. So we wanted to have a discussion about that um, and kind of researching for this. I feel like there's a lot of different ways we could go with it. But I just wanted to start for both of you, maybe starting with Rebecca, how relevant, how impactful has the Stylebook been? generally in your career in your life like how much is is it a part of your work
1: um i mean i would say i use ap style on a daily basis uh in my writing you know um and editing process so very influential career-wise um i certainly don't you know lose sleep at night over (laughs) uh like punctuation or anything like that but definitely use it on a daily basis
0: you know like sleep with it under your pillow or...
1: no i don't study it it's not my yeah I mean. well you
2: maybe <laughs> i'm gonna say right after the bible it's my number two number two yeah, <laughs> yeah. they do call it the journalist bible so That's there's a reason so you for you take it. that seriously yeah i do so I more
0: do. of an old testament style book
2: you know there's some new testament vibes in there as well all right so it's all right
0: um, so, like, where did it start? In college?
2: Yeah, college, journalism major. You had to have the AP style book.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You didn't really, I mean, for me, I didn't really value it at that time. I just knew it was something I I needed. But now it's, like Rebecca said, a go-to resource on a daily basis, especially writing and editing. Um, I mean, for me, it it's kind of like, it grounds me and gives me direction and like the rules of order or the standards like that that's what you know you have to have something to lean on or fall back on because otherwise it's a wild west out there people write and use words in crazy ways and there's no consistency and this says here's here's order it brings order to, to writing and editing
1: yeah, I definitely agree, um, especially, you know, in more marketing communications where if we're writing for clients, they do have some of their own personalized uh, rules that they follow. And so this helps Yeah, me, like, at least I can still stick to this style guideline um, as a reference. And, you know, I guess that kind of at least justifies like if they're gonna have their own way of doing things for a few things like titles or whatever at least i can still like ground myself in the ap style
0: yeah i was gonna say like common ground it's it's yeah it's that steadying force for you guys i guess
2: right it's not just for journalists it's for people who work in corporate communications or like rebecca said marketing or you know um, scientific research or education it's just like a foundational thing that sets the standards and then there's no confusion on what's right and wrong Mm -hmm. although with some of the changes for 2019 I feel like they're going down a path that is a slippery slope but let's let's, let's get into
0: that (laughs) so we can kind of hit it as in, in, in broad strokes and before we get into a few of the maybe more specific ones so the 2019 changes and then as they apply to the style book generally like how relevant are these changes for the style book and like what do you think is some of the the reasoning behind some of these changes like why do they do this every year why do they like decide to change 200 things every year
2: Well, I don't I think this is like a high number. I don't think that in the past, maybe it has been quite that high. This particular 2019 edition is about an inch thicker than last year's edition. So they've added some more sections or really blown up some stuff in there. I mean, I think in general, it's good to update it because um, language evolves, society evolves, the way we use words evolves. And I think it's fine for the AP style book to reflect that. But sometimes I think the changes are almost at a whim, you know, instead of, you know, do you really need to change it that fast, you know, can, you know, like, they're trying to be too current. And maybe there's something to be said about sticking to some old rules. I mean, you know, words we used to hyphenate 100 years ago, we're not hyphenating anymore. We use, you know, language and writing has evolved. But um, I remember, underway in the AP style book was always two words in all uses. I hope I'm getting that right. But now, it's one word in all uses. So every time I think of underway, I have the the rule memorized in my head, and I have to flip it because now right. it's different, which is fine. And because more people, uh, you know, use underway as one word, like healthcare is always one that's always like is it hyphenated is it two words is it one word and you know having the ap style book you know that can help you figure it out and how to be consistent.
0: Mm-hmm. What is healthcare? I Now I have two to words. look it up. I think <laughs> two it's words. two words. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's two it words. angers me when I see it written as one word. Right. So <laughs> So was um, it ever one word in AP? Yeah, well, no, it, I don't
1: yeah. I for don't some know. reason I honestly think like hospitals use it as one word. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But um, for AP style, I believe it's still two words. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know why. But, you know, but it, it's but just like one that I know and I'm like, it must be two words. But again, <laughs> then that's the rule, right? right and exactly. That,
2: that's what you fall back on. I'm a rule follower. Right? <laughs> right. I need the rules of order. Otherwise, my life is out of control.
0: Well, yeah. So I'm kind of interested in that because I think it does make sense as this kind of common language that everybody can look towards and say, okay, well, you know, we might have different ideas for like branding or whatever, but we can kind of all refer to the AP style book as like, here's this thing that we can all share Mm -hmm. as like generally agreed upon. But then, you know, what constitutes like kind of crossing the line into just like, why are they changing some of this stuff? So the percentage thing, what's the point of changing that?
2: I'm not sure about that. So in the in the past, if you said 5%, you would always write out the word percent. And now the change for 2019 is to use percentage sign. I think they make a lot of their changes based on how people are using it, what they see, the input they get. But, um, and, and then AP style, you know, overarching, you know, journalists' rules of writing, brevity, right? So obviously, the percent sign takes up less space in an article than, you know, the word percent. So that could be a motivator. Um, I feel like that one is just kind of random. Mm -hmm. Um, But some of the other ones, you know, make sense uh, to me by like, um, adding new words that people talk about, like in the media, or in general conversation, or in the business world, and so I think it's good to update the style book with the words of the day, like mm. the vernacular of the day, um, because as a journalist or as someone who is doing writing, you might wanna know what the usage for that is or you know how to use it on second reference or whatever. And so I think that's really important to keep current in that way.
0: Yeah, I think that's an inch, it kind of gives you a snapshot of what's, what happened in like the past year whatever mm-hmm. time frame it is because you can see a lot of the words that they had to address or re-pick right, up or right
2: it's reflective of what's going on in society yeah like i think Bud that's tender interesting. is yeah. a, a new <laughs> a new entry plan. in 2019 or right deep fake or cryptocurrency and those are right. all things that reflect society and the things that are happening
0: right so i do think that that kind of a snapshot makes sense some of the stuff that i think is are they just trying to go with the media model of like selling papers is like it seems like every year there's a few like real like things that cause big discussions in like the copy editor space where it's like this year it seems to be the percentage thing and maybe a few years ago it was like lower casing internet or something like that it's like they do a few where i feel like it's like this is going to cause some debate and get us kind of out in the consciousness a little bit I Maybe agree. that's a weird.
2: No, I mean I think it's it's it. We we definitely have had that conversation when the new style book comes out. Why are they changing that? They're just trying to sell more style books. But like the internet, for example, when that first started, you know, World Wide Web. That's what people mm-hmm. said. <laughs> then it was web and website and then internet, and now those are just in the vernacular. Mm-hmm. They're so commonplace. Nobody says World Wide Web anymore. If you give a website address and you put www in front of it, people look at you like, <laughs> what are you saying? So, I mean, things change, so I, I get that. But um, some of the some of the things I, I feel like um, some of the changes almost degrade Um, the rules of writing or language like over or more than when they changed that one that you could, you could never say over. It was always more (laughs) than 15 or less than 15, not over 15 because over had a different meaning. And so now you can use over, which again, I have to retrain my brain to say, okay, we can, we can use that. But it's like, did that really help? Does that help language, Mm -hmm. you know, to to ch- to use a word that the meaning is not as clear as more than
0: Well that's one of my questions so should the style book and it's probably like most things somewhere in the middle but should it be a standard bearer for society or should it be reflective of society
1: I mean I think it should be a standard because I do think some of the changes reflect like you know, society, I think it's like, I feel like sometimes they're like, oh, we just lost the battle on that. So that's just, right, you know, right. let's make internet lowercase or let's make website one word, you know, I mean, So um, you think because, they should
0: kind of dig in and be like, nope, Yeah, I mean,
1: Well, I think, you know, that's,
2: that's a great question because there, there are two ways to go there. You mm-hmm. can be prescriptive or descriptive, right? Um, and I, I feel like they should be more prescriptive, but I feel like the way they've been making changes, it's more like, like oh, we're modern or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like, well, the old rules, you can have both, mm-hmm. but I feel like having the standard is the most important thing.
0: Well, and there was a few examples that kind of speak to this. So I found this one, um, the Columbia Journalism Review did an article, and they cited that, the AP style book it was either this year or maybe last year to you they recommended to use the affordable care act sparingly because not all Americans know the law by its formal name so in my mind it's like shouldn't they know the law by its formal name like why are we
2: you're dumbing it like, down like dumbing it yeah, down right.
0: yeah right and like that one i just feel like so why why give up that fight you know mhm or there's another one
2: you're preaching to the choir Griffin. <laughs> this one i
0: found on pr newswire and it's the um the parenthetical sick
1: oh yeah oh know? yeah
0: and or they something. advise the same thing they advise people not to use that because many readers don't know what that means mm-hmm. so they advise you not to use that it's like well shouldn't we just educate them on what that means and right. use it
2: right Why dumb it down? Again, that's a great example as well.
0: Especially because that one in particular kind of plays into like misspellings and, you know, this is kind of like this lack of emphasis on good grammar and things like that. And if you lose sick, then you kind of lose the fact that, hey, this is actually not the right way that that should have been written or things like that. Like it kind of trickles.
1: Yeah. Or they suggested writing it how they said it, which I can't. Yes. (laughs) Well, then that makes a person look kind of... Right. I mean, when we came up as journalists, that was, you didn't,
2: you wanted a direct quote, but if the person was going to sound like an idiot, you were supposed to either paraphrase or put sick in there Mm -hmm. because you have to recognize that that is not proper English or, um, you know, good grammar. And now it's, that is pretty much gone. Mm -hmm. So I I feel like that's a step backwards for sure. Um, Some of the other things that are... I don't know. I feel like they just made some changes that I, I just don't like. Like in double E constructions, like reelected, you don't have to use the hyphen anymore. Yeah. Oh. And that just, why? Right. That reelected, that word looks terrible without a hyphen. But maybe too many people weren't putting it in I don't know. Um, hmm. That And then, you know, I think there's some other ones that make sense. Like... Um, you know for heritage like african-american or asian-american you don't need the hyphen dropping the
0: hyphen on that right right
2: i mean obviously it's subjective but now these are the rules that we that we have to follow mm-hmm. but um well
0: and that's another good example of them putting a focus on something that needed good focus and good revision mm-hmm. basically yeah that
2: one but then like mm-hmm. They take out the hyphen and double E constructions, but you leave it in for words that start with anti or anti mm-hmm. um, or, you know, mid. It There's no hyphen like, you know, a midday, you know, rendezvous or something like that. But Those are uh, um,
0: modifiers. Well, hyphens in general, it kind of seems like they yeah. are trying to stay very broad on that.
2: The yeah. hyphen thing.
1: <laughs> that's what really boils oh. my blood. You go first. What don't Um, you like about it? Well, I mean, I I agree with you as far as the hyphens. You know, they're, like, taking hyphens out, like, for, like, the double E construction, but then saying you, you do need them elsewhere. It's like. I don't know, at this point, I think we have to go one, you know, right. make a rule or yeah. don't make a rule. It
0: kind of seems like you they're know, throwing like, up their hands and they're like, if, you well, know, if it's like, if you think it, they, if, it if you think it helps, then yeah, use exactly. it. Exactly. That's right. basically
1: what they've said. Like, if you need it for, like, clarification, throw it in there. Right. In the hyphen <laughs> entry, you can read that thing and not know
2: when you're supposed to hyphen. Yeah. So subjective. Well, if you need it for clarity, then use it well my clarity and your clarity might be two different things that's so. why
0: you get the style book right in your mind like, right that and should then clarify. you go to
2: it and you can't you can't do it yeah so that is a big frustration
0: right mm-hmm. are there other ones like that that stuck out this year
2: that's really the main one i think with the hyphens
1: yeah that was the biggest one i, know. I d- oh, did oh, see ahead. they eliminated the comma after et cetera. oh no? yeah so
2: yeah mm. that's not there but. anymore yeah um and that was always a little thing that we would catch um i think you know the oxford comma out in the out in the world is getting you know there's a lot of debate about that um and ap style you know you don't use the comma but oxford comma you do put it in in the series of three and i mean it it goes back to clarity right what are you trying to say Mm -hmm. i mean you have the ap style but if it's not if it's not clear then you put it in right Mm -hmm. so i mean that's pretty cut and dried. If you can, I think I heard on the radio the other day, somebody put on one of their social channels, um, she did a, a series of three things, my parents, comma, Batman, and Robin. So AP style, series of three, you drop the last comma, but then the in so her that year, parents, parents her and parents Robin. are Batman and Robin, right? So then that's not clear, or to make it clear, you would put the comma in a series of three things, my parents, Batman, and Robin. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, punctuation matters, right? It
0: matters, right. Yeah. And that's where you don't want to get too prescriptive because people have to read what they're writing and make sure it makes sense, too. So I could kind of see in some cases where they're like, hey, use your discretion based on your situation, but it seems like especially with the hyphen thing, there could be a little more clarity there.
2: I I agree. There's one new entry, Santa Claus, that they Mm. think is like so cute, but I'm just like, why? So the Santa Claus comma Santa entry, this is how it reads, nice in any reference.
1: That's the actual
2: That right. Naughty colon using Clause on second reference. Mrs. Claus is acceptable for Santa's wife, see Chris Kringle.
0: I mean, okay, so they, this is a thing like I think it's generally a force for good, but why do they feel they need to weigh in on that?
2: Yeah. Right now in twenty nineteen yeah. they have to put Santa Claus in there? Was he was he in there before? I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember actually ever looking that one up.
0: I found a few other ones like that. The preferred spelling of donuts, you guys probably know, right?
1: Oh, um I'm, I'm gonna th- say yeah, like I'm the gonna long say long way, right? Yeah, yeah is it that it's D o u
0: g h. Yeah, but then it says you can use d o n u t as a casual spelling. Okay. So, like, what's a casual use of donut?
1: <laughs> <for> <laughs> <yourself>? <laughs> Proper donuts.
0: (laughs) It's like, why are you waiting on something like that? Right.
1: Well, I saw baloney and baloney, like the two different. You know, one's a lunch meat, one's yes, a bunch of malarkey. Yeah. (laughs) Mm.
0: (laughs) I found one. um, They discourage slang in sports writing, so home runs should just be homers, not like a dinger or something like that. Hmm. Just homers. Um, refrain from some ver- like verbiage like losing a game isn't a disaster. Like they they try to they don't want you to go to that level with it.
2: They want you to be more objective in your account of the games, mm-hmm.
0: right? And I just kind of wanted to run this by you guys. I th- you guys both watch sports, so they took they they're kind of saying don't use colorful language in that case, but they added a term called parking the bus have any idea what parking the bus is because i watch a few sports and i've never heard of parking the bus
2: nope no in sports in sports entries parking the bus
0: and it's i believe i got this as well from pr newswire i want to say i can double check that but it was just kind of a recap of different changes and parking the bus is used to (coughs) used to describe how a team packs its defense to protect a lead or a draw
2: i've actually never heard anyone use that term in sports and i watch and listen to a lot of sports.
0: parking so okay don't say a loss is a disaster but if you can slip parking the bus in there (laughs) just like who's deciding this stuff i mean
1: i thought yeah sports writing was supposed to be a little more colorful you know
0: yeah and i guess they're trying like if Hmm. you read like 1920s like football stories, that's pretty different and pretty colorful, but I don't know, this parking the bus thing really threw me off. I just didn't, I don't understand it. I don't even know really what sport it refers to.
2: No. Anything involving a bus?
0: Just park the bus to play good defense is what we're learning there.
1: So it's like building a wall. Can you say that?
0: Yeah, I guess. Maybe but. that'll be
1: in the 2020 book. All right.
0: I'm Even gonna, that. I'm going to
1: submit my recommendation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> They're waiting for them, But he probably can't say building a wall.
0: Yeah, that has different <laughs> connotations as well now. Um, any other, I guess, favorite rules or least favorite rules over time that you kind of, maybe not favorites, not the best way to say it, but anything that really sticks out to you is like, that's an AP style. They just nailed that one. So good. Such a good rule.
2: Well, one I always find that people misuse is the annual references. So first annual, second annual, those aren't things. A P styles maybe you know, maybe it's changed now. But um, it's always been until an event has been held for two consecutive years, you can't use the annual tag with it. So there is no first annual thing because it wasn't it might a never thing before, happen again. Right? And it might not happen <laughs> right. again. So um So that's one that people misuse all the time kind of annoys me, but, you know, doesn't really matter. Maybe not, but it matters to me. Right. Yeah, there's those
1: things that just grate on you. Right. (laughs) Um, that, uh, That if you weren't in the industry, you probably wouldn't even know about. Mm-hmm. But my husband always notices that does now. He? He's like, look, it says first annual. Yeah, and I'm
0: like, caught I think him. I have
1: my husband <laughs> <laughs> Um But I mean, I think, yeah, like dates. Like Time. how, yeah. Okay. Like, Time-day okay. date, okay. right? Yeah. Always misused. So, nice
2: right? right. I've kind of loosened up on that, but on invitations and stuff. But it bugs me.
0: Well, that kind of goes back to my relevant question. So you're saying like, you know, it does it really matter. It does to me and i think it generally does have some significance still but especially as people go more to like visual communication and like shorthand and stuff like are there going to be like emojis in the style book someday do <clears throat> you think like what do you guys predict for like 2025 20, style book mm-hmm. cuz like you know you can convey a whole feeling or a whole like kind of sentence in like a gif or an emoji so maybe that's not a style book question, but it is kind of interesting how language is changing. Mm-hmm,
2: definitely. Um, I'm going to say no emojis in the style book. Okay, I don't predict that. No happening. illustrated section? Mm-hmm. Perhaps. I don't know. Maybe. What yeah. do you think? Hmm.
0: I don't know. I feel like, like you said, they're just going to try. It's going to be a continual, like, they have to show that they're on it and, like, Here's the new trendy terms of the past year, and we got to make sure that that's in there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they'll probably go to the illustrated route.
1: I don't know if they start uh, adapting like how people write texts. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to like switch over right. to like yeah. Chicago style manual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna jump ship on the AP style
0: yeah so it's what's up with the chicago manual to use
1: B slash c instead of because
0: <laughs> right so couldn't i don't know like could we ever is is lol in there it's not is it that's more of a dictionary thing i guess right I think, yeah yeah yeah
2: i'm gonna say it's not in here but um, well, i could be surprised of course i have mine with me so i can look anything up at a moment's notice and you know that's really the thing. It's not memorizing everything in here. Right. It's just knowing that if you're writing, it's a resource, and you should right. check it. And that's mm-hmm. what I try to teach is that I want you to think, oh, should I look in the style book for this? Is there a way to write this you know, and, and use it as a resource instead of literally knowing you know all of the entries in here? I do not see LOL.
0: I know, right? that's good so far so good yeah i think that it's always going to have a place for sure but i think it's interesting if anything else just because it does reflect what's going on like the i think they changed something to don't say ride sharing anymore it's ride booking because for a while i was just like yeah it's 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 a ride share but then they actually took a look at that and they said well if you're, like, sharing a ride, it's not really the same thing. You're basically hailing a cab or you're booking a car or something. So they, they took a, a newer term and they actually did tweak it in a way that I think makes sense going forward.
2: Mm-hmm. Ride-hailing, ride-sharing. Ride-hailing services such as Uber and Lyft let people use smartphone apps to book and pay for a private car service or, in some cases, a taxi. They may also be called ride booking services. Ride sharing refers to app-based services that let people book a shared shuttle. Zipcar and similar companies are short-term car rental services. There you go.
0: We just read. That's the rule. A rule <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> All right, I think we're almost done here. Let's just do a quick AP-style quiz.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> No, fair. She's got the book I there in the reference.
0: Book. You cannot open the book. But that was Producer me. Nick is gonna confiscate it. No, your I'll
1: book. just like channel it. <laughs> All
0: right. It's more of a it's a religious artifact in this case. So Okay, question one. We visited the wildlife habitat at Gulf State's Corp. or Corporation? Corp, corp. Easy. That is correct. We know. Question two, police stepped in to break up or break up with a hyphen, the fight.
1: No
2: hyphen. No hyphen.
0: That's got to be right. Yep, that's right. So in that case, yeah, why would, I mean, people well, probably have written it that way, like break up, but that would be.
2: It was a bad breakup. Yeah, that would be hyphenated. hyphenated you think Because so? then it's a noun.
0: Okay, that's good. I'm sure Good Rebecca color.
2: actually knows more than I do, so I'm a little uh, about nervous breakups? right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, about hyphens, obviously.
0: <laughs> Question three. Mark watches Wheel of Fortune in quotes or Wheel of Fortune just capitalized every night?
1: Quote, S- quotes. TV shows
2: Correct. are in quotes.
0: Yeah. And basically italics are...
1: That's Chicago style. Chicago yeah. style. do Nap is
0: not a talent. Like pizza, Chicago style is inferior. <laughs> question four. Anderson and Rockwall counties or counties capital C contain large metropolitan areas.
1: Lowercase. Lowercase.
0: Yep. Is this too easy? Yep. <laughs> oh, question five. I had five cents slash dollar sign... in my pocket so do you do five and then write out cents or do you do
1: i mean that's how i would do it but i think it changed what
0: Mm. it might have well you can't look oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) should we go with rebecca's
1: well i think we both said we would write it out okay so
0: we'll go with that we'll go with five cents written out and that is correct
2: okay okay
0: Mm. That was a a close one.
2: But if you say, I'm going to give you my two cents worth, then two is written out and cents is written out. There is
1: something about the percentages, like how you, like if you're using the percent sign, like how you do like fractions. You don't do fractions. Um, it's too complicated. That sounds like math to me. Exactly. (laughs) Too much.
0: Let's do one more here. I don't like this one. I'm going to skip it.
2: Is there a Santa Claus question?
0: (laughs) No, but this is a good one to end on. It's kind of one of those classic AP style questions. He miscalculated the effect of his actions, A or E?
2: He miscalculated the effect, the effect of his actions. Well, effect with an A is influence and effect is result.
1: I'm going with E. E.
0: That's what I would say, too. That's correct. All right, I think we got 100%. Oh, yeah, we did. Producer
1: Nick,
2: did we 100%? <laughs> sure. sure. Sure?
0: Good. A for effort. A for effort, What? We'll it was 100%. <laughs> <laughs> you skipped it up a lot. Well, I skipped one because it wasn't very good. Anyway, I think we have everything we need to know about AP Style 2019. So general ruling, very good, some weird decisions. On the fringes, and you know, in some of the lower-level mi- minutia of AP style, but really, ultimately, if you are looking there, you you probably care about it too much anyway, right?
2: It'll you change. Can in never care about it too much, Griffin.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys for joining us today.
2: Well, thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Subscribe to the Branding Communications podcast on all major podcast platforms. And follow us on all social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Thanks. We'll see you later.